That was short-lived. The thing is, <laughs> it kind of does taste like fried chicken. <laughs> it's like if a whorehound and fried chicken had a baby. A whorehound. A what? A whorehound? Candy? Yeah. But, no. Yeah, not at all what I thought that was. Um, <laughs> a whorehound? Yeah. It's a candy. I thought it was a dog with just, like, a lot of makeup. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, for those you just tuning in... Lydia's like, where can, where can I put this? <laughs> those of you just tuning in, um, Lydia and I tried some fried chicken candy. Um... It's about how you think it tastes. Yeah. So that was effing gross. It was not finger looking good. Ew. Although after I took the after I took the candy out of my mouth, like I did end up licking my fingers because it was a little sticky, but you know that's so that point. It was finger looking. It was finger good. finger looking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so my question for you guys tonight, this has just been an adventure. Um shortly before we started recording. I accidentally cut myself on something. Don't worry, I'm fine. But my question for you is, what did I cut myself on? Um, Matt, I feel like we don't usually start with you. Let's start with you this week. We don't. Um, probably for good reason. Um, I know that you have beer right now, but I feel like you are the kind of person that would cut yourself on a wine bottle opener. Oof. That's fair. Um, <laughs> I usually, if I do mix beer and wine, I will usually start with beer, then switch to wine, not vice versa. Okay. So that's not it. Tabitha. Um, I'm going to assume you cut yourself on one of those little uh, cardboard inserts for comic books. I did not have time to read any comics because I was busy watching 7,000 trailers for what we're going to talk about here in a little <laughs> bit. So, no, also incorrect. Lydia. I'm just assuming you and not Seth got in an argument and you, you cut yourself on his stabbing wit. Oh. No. <laughs> no. I really have nothing to back that up. But, <laughs> yeah. No arguments today. Um... But he was involved. Um, <laughs> so um, I was getting him a glass of ice water, and I cut myself on ice. On ice? From an ice cube tray. Yes. You cut yourself with water? <laughs> <laughs> Frozen water. There was blood on the ice cube tray. Also blood on the dance floor, but that's a different situation. <laughs> I don't know if that's impressive or sad. A little bit of both. I'm going to go sad. <laughs> <laughs> Impress sad? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to The Geek Awakens with Mitch, Matt, Tabitha, and Lydia. All right, y'all. This is probably one of my favorite episodes of the year. Um, this is the 2024 Superb Owl Show. Um, 
there were a few things that also came up this week, uh, but we're going to talk about them next week. Um, but before we get to the superb, the superb Al showdown, let's open up the pull list. What's on our pull list this week? And we've got one book to talk about this week. Um, it's Night People number one. It's out March 6th from Oni Press, written by Barry Gifford and Chris Condon, with art by Brian Lovell. Uh, so Big Betty Stylecup and Miss Cutie Early are two ex-cons out on parole. Uh, the two use their freedom to, quote, purify the world of men's evil influence, a.k.a. kill a bunch of dudes. Um, <laughs> this book is very bloody very gory um i was um confused i I don't know if confused is the right word but i was uncomfy for a lot of this book while i was trying to piece together what the h was going on um and i don't think that was unintentional Uh, i do think maybe there were definitely some points where they could have tighten things up a little bit um, to make things a little bit easier for the reader. But I think that whole idea of, you know, uneasiness or whatever might have been intentional. Um, Once enough of the pieces kind of fell into place and I knew what was going on, um, like once I kind of had that light bulb moment, I'm like, okay, we are in for something wicked, um, just like yeah um (laughs) i'm i'm definitely i'm here for it which is saying something because i'm not usually the type that is really in like i don't really lean into horror and blood and guts and headless bodies uh (laughs) which there's that in spades with this but um but yeah I, i i'm here for it uh lydia what'd you think I didn't like this one. I don't know what it was because I don't mind gore. I don't mind horror. I don't mind any of that. But it felt really disconnected. And the way that they spoke bugged the crap out of me. Like, I, I don't know what it was. But, yeah, not not a huge fan. Also, uh, there's a little, like, snippet every now and then where... Uh, had the phrase like comets pulled from orbit and all I could hear was for good from wicked playing in my head. <laughs> and then I got distracted and I forgot where I was. So <laughs> probably not one I would continue on with. I'd give it a, this, like if there's another one, I'll give it a, a shot just to see if maybe more plot line helps. But at this point in time, I'm not thrilled. Matt, what about you? Yeah, this is definitely one where, you're going to get more pieces of the story as we get more body parts. <laughs> um, like, <laughs> the bodies are going to pile up as well as the plot points. Um, which, in some cases, as we've seen, can be done well. In some cases, they can be done poorly. I think we need another issue or two of this to kind of really see how well that's going to play out in this particular instance. Um like as of right now, I'm a little more than halfway through it, um, and 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 I like where it's going, but I think the end of it is going to be a make or break almost for me, um, 
if we get enough enough pieces to keep moving forward or if it's going to be too vague um but i don't know this one as usual like i i love the fact that we are getting these horror comics i didn't know horror comics were a thing until we started getting them to read ahead of time and i'm here for it i love every one of these it's it's like short stories and horror novels but you know with with the art to go with so um I'm ready for more. All right. So it's time for the Superb Owl Showdown. So if you've never listened to one of these episodes before, um, basically we take eight commercials. No, I'm sorry. 16 between trailers and commercials that played during, during the Super Bowl. And we basically have a supersized um trailer takedown trailer takedown thank you but this year we've actually we've even got more because we've got a wild card because there were two trailers that came out after the super bowl but we are uh at least fairly excited about both of them <laughs> or at least we were i'm not for sure if we still are after watching <laughs> these trailers so the wild card pits x-men 97 versus this was actually something that we were supposed to talk about a few weeks ago, but um, I thought it was a trailer, and then you were like, no, the trailer's not out yet, and I forgot to put it back in with the rest. So this is our first time discussing Sasquatch Sunset. <laughs> um, Matt, let's start with you. Um, so Sasquatch Sunset is a movie that premiered at Sundance, and it is... It, it is a year in the life of this Sasquatch family. Um, it's written and directed by these two brothers. Um, all of the actors wear full prosthetics of the Sasquatch makeup for all of it. It stars Riley Keough and Jesse Eisenberg as the two I guess parents of this Sasquatch family. Um, and the entire, there is no, there is dialogue, but it's all told, told in grunts. So there's no actual dialogue. Are there going to be subtitles? I don't think so. Um, side note, they did kind of do this whole movie as, not necessarily a gag, but kind of as an experiment to show um, that you can create characters and stories that you care about without, quote unquote, meaningful dialogue, I guess, if you will. Um, this trailer starts out very, like, calm and reassuring and like, oh, this is going to be, uh, it's a look at this family and... This trailer is just fantastic. I don't know. I I don't even know what to say else about this because this trailer is is hilarious. It's wonderful. I'm definitely invested in this Sasquatch family to see all of the drama that they uh, go through throughout the year. Um, so this is going up against X Men '97, which we knew this was coming for a long time. We finally got a trailer today. Um. This 
this is this is a hard matchup because this series picks up where the X-Men cartoon left off. It's it's a direct sequel continues on that that storyline. Um you get the same characters as far as I can tell from the from the trailer you're getting different actor voice actors. Um but basically the same characters. I don't know. This is I, I don't know what to do with this because both of these are ones that like I didn't know I wanted Sasquatch Sunset until this trailer came out. Um but I know I've wanted to watch the X-Men 97 cartoon for a long time. So I'm going to have to go five and five for right now. So when the X-Men cartoon first came out, um, little baby Mitch was never a huge fan of it. Uh, I went in spurts. Um, like, so there were, there'd be some weeks where I would watch it and then I, it would just drop off. Uh, but two of my favorite characters were, uh, gambit and jubilee and so i was very happy to see them both in this uh in this new iteration um yeah i'm not i'm not 100 percent sold on the voices like especially wolverine sounded weird um but overall i i think this is going to be really fun it might even get me to go back and rewatch the original cartoon and see what all the fuss was about Sasquatch Sunset. Um, I thought that I was going to be here for it. I was not. Mostly because of the whole lack of actual dialogue. It's much like a foreign movie with no subtitles. Um, I don't know what's going on. So, um, yeah. So I am going to give X-Men 97 eight points. I am giving Sasquatch Sunset two points. One for the absurdity of it having Jesse Eisenberg in it, which like, I guess, yeah, that does kind of track. The other point is for, um, so Lydia had to actually watch this, uh, right before we, we started. She didn't get a chance to watch this one or X-Men. Um, and so the other point is going to go to the moment when Lydia when Lydia got to a certain moment in the trailer that I knew was coming, and then when she got there, the, her reaction was just, it was priceless. <laughs> so, Lydia, why don't we go to you next? Yeah, so, like Matt was saying earlier, like, the trailer for Sasquatch started off, like, kind of, like, serious and almost kind of like a nature documentary and kind of luring you into a false sense of security, and then, bam, there's Sasquatch is doing things i didn't need to see them doing <laughs> and that's the moment that mitch looked over and started laughing at me oh so. i was looking at you like from the moment the trailer started because <laughs> oh, perfect yeah i i needed that moment so yeah um i don't, I don't think i need any of this in my life <laughs> honestly so x-men um i remember watching bits and pieces of it when i was a kid um, so because it kind of fit in that same like genre of 90s cartoons like Gargoyles did, which was my absolute jam. However, I don't remember like hardly any of it now. Watching this trailer, though, absolute nostalgia. I want to go back and, like you said, rewatch the series to get caught up to watch this. So I'm giving all of my points to X-Men because 
I did not need to see that kind of X-rated Sasquatch stuff <laughs> ever. Tabitha. So despite my fear of furries and mascots, Harry and the Hendersons is one of my top five favorite movies of all time. And this is giving like grown up Comedy Central Harry and the Hendersons <laughs> without the Hendersons. So I'm happy to see that part of it. Um, I am with Mitch a little bit. I'm a little concerned about how the lack of dialogue is going to affect the enjoyability of the movie. I like watching silent films. I like watching foreign films with no subtitles. I like watching opera. So I don't know that it'll bother me, but I will miss Riley Keough talking to me. That's really the problem here. Um, as far as X-Men 97, I literally squealed uh, twice when I saw this trailer come out. This The subtle shift in the animation style about halfway through this trailer like gave me chills. Like I was a huge X-Men fan. This was like my earliest exposure to X-Men. Um, Justice for Jubilee. Like I'm just, I'm so excited. So I'm going to give X-Men 97 an eight and I'm going to give the other two points to Sasquatch. So with a score of 31 to nine, <laughs> X-Men 97 moves on <laughs> into the Superb Owl Showdown. All right, so. The next matchup, we have Despicable Me 4 versus Baja Blast. Or I, I guess it was just Mountain Dew. Um, I do want to point out with most of these trailers, uh, because I think this was something that they really started to do with the last Super Bowl, where it was like, view the whole trailer online. So most of these trailers are the full trailer. There are a couple, including this Despicable Me 4, where I chose... The actual Super Bowl spot um, for reasons. So I'm going to go first this round just because it, this is very easy for me. Um, I don't like the minions. <laughs> I like AI. That commercial gave me the heebies from from beginning to end. Um, I like Aubrey Plaza. That's all I re you really need to know with Mountain Dew. That that commercial was hilarious for me. I just, I really enjoyed it. I love her deadpan humor, and that's what we got the entire time. So Mountain Dew gets all of my points. Um, Tabitha. Uh, I am 100% with Mitch on this one. I don't like the Minions. If you're listening to this, Minions are bad for your children. Don't let them watch them. Um, <laughs> that's my soapbox. I'll get off of it now. Um, and I would sell my soul for Aubrey Plaza, so... All ten of my points to Mountain Dew. Lydia. So if it was their uh, idea to make me dislike AI even more than I already do, you succeeded. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I personally have nothing against the minions themselves other than them being like really overused, but I stopped caring about Despicable Me after the second movie. Um, the Mountain Dew one was funny. However, the probe me already comment made me highly uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, More or less uncomfortable than the Sasquatches. <laughs> Way less. <laughs> and for that reason, I'm giving Mountain Dew all 10 of my points. <laughs> uh, Matt. My points don't matter. Um, <laughs> but, is it anyway? Um, <laughs> um, I don't really have anything against the minions. Um, I do have everything against AI. Um, the idea of them 
I kind of sometimes feel like people that mess around with AI are like the minions. They're just screwing around to be screwing around just for the sake of doing something they shouldn't be doing. Um, those pictures that they generated were more uncomfortable than the minions themselves. Um, the Baja Blast Aubrey Plaza commercial, like her deadpan delivery was wonderful. It was fantastic. Um, only capped off by the fact that her and Nick Offerman are riding dragons at the end. <laughs> like, I, I don't know that it gets a whole lot better than that. Um, I am still going to give Despicable Me Minions two points because they succeeded in making those AI pictures very uncomfortable. Um, and then eight for Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> so with a score of 38 to two Mountain Dew Baja Blasts, <laughs> Despicable uh. Me 4. <laughs> that took way too long to get a reaction out of you, Tabitha. To be fair, I was blocking out your voice. <laughs> <laughs> so Mountain Dew will meet the winner of Deadpool and Wolverine versus Gummy Nerds. Um, Lydia, let's start with you this round. So I feel like this entire trailer takedown is just going to be half me being uncomfortable. <laughs> because, guys, that Gummy Nerds commercial, <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. And considering that this went up against Deadpool, of all things, says a lot. Because Deadpool is basically just intending to try to make you uncomfortable. And it just... Uh, yeah. However, that said, with Deadpool, say so now I just want to go home and watch the other two movies. Because I'm here for this. Give me more Deadpool. Let's go. Deadpool gets all my points. Leave me, leave me away from the creepy nerds and the gummy creature. <laughs> yeah. When I saw the uh, the gummy nerds commercial live during the Super Bowl, I was very uncomfortable. Um, I was slightly less uncomfortable rewatching it for now, but still, like. I got where they were going with, but it was just, there was something about it that I was just like, nope, nope, not here. <laughs> Deadpool and Wolverine, ugh, is this really good? what it's going to take for me to finally get around to watching Loki both seasons? <laughs> because the TVA is very much, you know, a part of this. Um if that's what it takes, then then fine. Um, this trailer was everything. I loved Wade's wig at the very beginning. Um, I loved, you know, seeing like the cast of characters that we weren't for sure if we were going to see anymore. You know, um, at the very end, we don't actually see Wolverine, but at the very end, um, you do see like Deadpool's on the ground in I don't know, like the desert or something like that. Right next to him is a ripped up copy of Secret Wars, which is what we're kind of like going towards. Um, plus with, you know, playing with the, the multiverse and everything like, yeah. Um, yeah, totally here for it. I've been ready for Deadpool 3 for a while. Um, so much like Mountain Dew, Deadpool Wolverine gets all of my points. Um, I do want to caveat real quick. Um these matchups were uh, random. <laughs> I didn't. 
they they literally were pulled out of a hat so uh, i realize especially with these first two it already seems like kind of skewed i promise you they weren't um matt um i was not as uncomfortable with the nerds trailer nerds commercial as everybody else apparently was um it made me chuckle it made me flat out laugh um I liked what they were doing with that idea. Um, I don't know. Nerds, I don't think is a candy that you need to do commercials for. People are going to buy nerds and those damn gummy clusters anyways, because those might be the best candy invention of the last 10 years. Um, (laughs) They sell themselves. Um, Deadpool and Wolverine. My... My only issue with this is, like Mitch had said, they started this a year or two ago. If you're going to buy the commercial spot at the Super Bowl, just show me the damn trailer. Like, I... Not that I'm not going to go and watch it again, but, like, don't give me a teaser to the teaser. Like, just just give me... Just let me watch the trailer. Well, it's cheaper that way. <sighs> is it? Less airtime, I guess. Yeah. Um... I love how this is going to be Deadpool kills the MCU, uh, you know, which is kind of what had been billed as from earlier discussions. Um, The idea of Wade Wilson and Deadpool, like messing around with the TVA is fantastic. I love that. Um, that wig at the beginning made me uncomfortable. <laughs> that was not okay. I didn't like that. Um, I mean, I'm excited to see how he visits all these different universes, all of the characters and everything that he runs across. You know that there's just going to be cameo after cameo. Um, as a little disappointed, we didn't actually get to see Wolverine in the trailer, but oh well. Either way, um, I'm ready for Deadpool 3. This is just a perfect setup for him in in this universe. Um, I'm going to go nine points to Deadpool and one to Nerds. Which, before we get to Tabitha, because she is um, enamored with one of our cats who's uh, coming out of hiding. Um, I, even though they've shown, and I'm pretty sure even like, it wasn't even just uh, uh, um, leaked pictures. I think it was even like official ones. Even though we've seen Wolverine, I will be. I would not be a bit surprised if we don't see Wolverine in any of the trailers. No. Yeah. And I, at this point, I'm 100% assuming that the first Wolverine that we see in this film is not Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Oh, yeah, good Because point. that will be the way they play it, is we will mm-hmm. get a Wolverine reveal, and it's, it's going to be, be Daniel Radcliffe, or it's going to be somebody else. <laughs> like, it's going to be somebody else who they've talked about playing Wolverine, but not actually Hugh Jackman. Good point. Um, Tabitha? <laughs> I'd completely Had you not heard that rumor? I'd forgotten about that rumor. I must have forgotten about that rumor. Now I can't get the visual of Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine, but, like, in the Wolverine, like, costume, like, but without the muscles, everything's just way too big. I'm just picturing <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe from Guns Akimbo, but with instead of guns, it's the claws. <laughs> no, I'd watch Still with all. the robe. Yeah, exactly. And the and the cowl. <laughs> <laughs> but with the Wolverine hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 
So the gummy nerds commercial did not make me uncomfortable at all. It actually made me go, oh, <laughs> and I don't know what that says about me. Uh, Matt is right. These do sell themselves. They are my favorite candy of maybe all time. They are amazing. Um, I don't know how I feel about this Deadpool trailer, y'all. So I think the the wig in the beginning did make me more uncomfortable than the gummy nerds, that's for sure. <laughs> um, but... I don't know. I don't think I'm over my MCU burnout yet to like get too hyped for this quite. I don't think I'm quite there. So I'm going to give eight points to the nerds and two points to Deadpool. So with a score of 31 to nine, Deadpool and Wolverine moves on. Next matchup, we are seeing X-Men 97 again, but this time it goes up against uh, Google Pixel. So this one... If, yeah, um, <laughs> this one almost made me cry. Pretty sure it almost made Tabitha cry. Oh, it did make Tabitha cry. <laughs> uh, not much else to say about X-Men 97 that hasn't already been said. But Google Pixel, it follows this guy who is um, at least legally blind. Um, but with the, the new phone, it has kind of like an AI feature. Uh, this is a moment where AI is used for good. Um <laughs> But he's trying to take a picture, but the phone will say, you know, like there's one photo in or like one face in frame. And so that that way, you know, he knows to take the picture or I think even like it says taking picture in. Um, And so like we see his life through these pictures and it's him with his dog and all this and that. And then um, we see him with his girlfriend and we see them moving in and I think maybe even getting married or whatever. And then there's also like this one. It's very blurry, but it, it's obvious that they're in a hospital and I'm ready to be like, oh, my God, somebody's dead because there was that one Google uh, commercial a few years back. Do you guys oh, remember that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. You blocked it out. You remember Tabitha? Don't worry. Don't remind me. <laughs> I don't want to be sad. You did cry at that one. (laughs) So like, I was like, oh shit, somebody's dead. Um, But no, (laughs) the, the, the guy and his significant other had now have a baby because the phone was like seeing two faces, seeing three faces, taking pictures like, oh my God. Um, Yeah. So I have to give just for the raw emotion that I got out of that commercial, I'm giving Google Pixel seven points and X-Men 97 gets three. Um, Tabitha. I don't like to feel my own feelings. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I beat those into submission where they belong. Um, (laughs) And X-Men 97 is maybe the thing I'm most excited about. That, like, I wish it was closer to the end of the year. That would have been on my, like, number one bingo card. Like, give it to me. Um... I'm going to give the Google Pixel two points, mostly because it recognized the pet face and the dog was like happy. I don't know. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about it anymore. Um, (laughs) And then I'm going to give the rest of my points, which is eight because I can math, uh, to X-Men 97. Matt. The Google Pixel commercial... Why is this the thing that doesn't trigger feelings in me? I don't know. 
but I was like, oh, that's a clever use of like programming in AI. Good for them. I'm, it's like a, it's a good valid use. That's a cool feature. I, I don't know. It, it was it was a well done commercial. It it hit the points that it was trying to make. Um, I don't know. I feel like an insensitive a hole, but like it didn't need to be as in depth and as long as it was. Um, X Men ninety seven. Yep, I'm here for it. I'm ready. Let's go. Um, nine points to X Men and one to Google Pixel because I'm still not gonna buy a Google phone. Lydia, I'm glad I'm not the only one that thought that someone was dying. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I went through this whole like life story, and then yeah, I saw the outline of the hospital. I'm like, oh. That's dark, and then it said three faces. I was like, oh, oh, and that's when I almost started crying. <laughs> Which, what does that say about us? Because, like, what We're... normal person would be like, hey, somebody's dying at this hospital. Let me take a picture real quick. <laughs> I guess we're just morbid. <laughs> um, <laughs> nope, say it. Do you have any idea how many dead people I've, or almost dead people I've seen on Facebook because the people from my hometown are like, in here seeing grandpa, he's going to die tomorrow, took a photo. That's true. She's got a point. Yeah. (laughs) Photo, F-O-T-O. Also, like, in that same vein, yeah, people who will take pictures of people at funerals, open casket. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, you were saying, Lydia. Anyway. Um, so yeah, got all the feels. Uh, this is literally the only acceptable use for AI. AI. Um, however, I'm with Matt. I'm not going to go buy a Google phone. So like the appeal of the trailer only got it so far with me. I still want to see X-Men and that's going to win it more points. So I'm going to give X-Men seven. I'm going to give Google Pixel three for the three faces that made me almost cry. So with a score of 27 to 13, X-Men 97 moves on. It's going to meet the winner of Wicked versus Pringles. (laughs) (laughs) Tabitha, since you giggled there, let's start with you after you stop dying. What a freaking matchup. Um, So Pringles can get bent right away because Chris Bratt, he doesn't need to be in my movies. He certainly doesn't need to be in my commercials. Um, and also the very end of that commercial where the the woman in the convenience store is like, can I get some credit? And he gives her a chip. How on brand for Chris Pratt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wicked. Um, all right. So part one, Dorothy's going to be pissed when she finds out there was a monorail to take her all the way across Oz. Where did that come from? Not in the book, not in the musical. Don't know where the, the subway is come fr- has come from in Oz. Um, so I am still slightly optimistic about this however Lydia sent me a text message and I think I forgot to reply to you because I'm just now remembering that we had this conversation Um, (laughs) that note at the end that she tries to hit and I emphasis on tries she sounds like a dying cat she sounds like me trying to sound like alphabet in the shower which is not good um it's horrible and if that's the cut they're using for the trailer that does not give me happy happy squishy feelings about the music and the vocalization for the rest of it no one can be 
Adele Dazeem, but <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to try. Do it at your own register, and she's very obviously trying way too hard, and that note is like nails on a freaking chalkboard at the end of that trailer. So I am going to still give all my points to Wicked because I can't in good conscience give Chris Pratt any points, but I am not as optimistic as I previously was, but I will still probably go watch this. Lydia. Yeah, so, yeah, I know we've been saying the whole time, like, we were going to try to wait till an actual trailer came out to pass judgment. I'm with Tabitha. I'm still optimistic, and I'm more optimistic than I was before the trailer came out. Still not super fond of Ariana Grande being on there, but she seemed better of a choice than I initially thought, so... But, yeah. As a whole, I'm not upset with this trailer, but, yeah, that last note, mm, mm mm-mm. (laughs) <laughs> and at first, I thought it was just like my bias since I am a singer. I'm glad to hear you say that, though, because, oh, my God, she is straining mm-hmm. for that note. So uh, as far as Pringles go, Chris Pratt with a mustache. Wasn't he already Mario? <laughs> <laughs> Wicked gets all 10 of my points, even though I'm with Tabitha and I'm still concerned. <laughs> So none of my points for the Pringles commercial go to Chris Pratt. They go to the funny looking kid with the mustache because that made me <laughs> chuckle sitting on the stagecoach with him. Like that was awkward and funny. Like I enjoyed that part. The rest of this commercial was pointless. Um, Wicked. Apart from that last note that she tries to sing in this, you if you didn't know anything about Wicked, you would not know that this movie is a musical. There's nothing in this trailer apart from this last note that says song and dance. This is all story. It tells you what it, it, it does a good job kind of explaining some of what's going on. The back, it kind of gives you that this is a background story of Oz, which as far as a trailer goes, I feel like it did a pretty good job. Not to mention, I didn't know Jeff Goldblum was going to be the the wizard. Is that who that was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that alone might be enough to drive me to the theater to see this. Because Jeff Goldblum is fantastic. And to see him in a role like this, I think he's just going to, he's going to flourish. Like, this is going to be a, a perfect role for him. Um. I don't know. I, I I need to know more of the music before we could really pass judgment on Wicked as a whole. But as far as the trailer goes, I'm still giving it eight points and giving two points to the kid with the mustache. <laughs> yeah, I totally did not realize that was Jeff Goldblum. Tim with the voiceover at the beginning too. That makes so much sense. I don't remember. I don't remember if I knew that Jeff Goldblum was cast or if that was one of those like. I assumed fan casting and <laughs> forgot that it was actually announced. Yeah. Yep. But like, I do remember seeing him attached to Wicked. Mm. But again, like I, said, I don't remember if it was official or just like, wouldn't it be cool if <laughs> uh, I'll tell you who I don't remember at all being cast was Michelle Yeoh. Mm. And Michelle Yeoh is, she has been become like one of those actors in the last decade or so where it's like, if I know that she's attached to something, I'm, already more interested in it um this is coming from someone who 
has never read the book. I've never seen the musical. Um, I obviously know the story of Wizard of Oz. I know who a lot of these characters are. Um, I know enough of the story of Wicked, but at the same time, do I know everything far from it? Um, I know we were worried about uh, Ariana Grande being cast as Glinda. Um, Just with this trailer, I'm like, oh yeah, she's going to be a real good Glinda. I... I am on board with that casting now. Um, I can't remember who Alphaba, who the actress, actor's name for that is. At any rate, um, yeah, that last note was something, but, you know. Cynthia Erivo? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I have no idea who she is. Um, that name sounded familiar after because I remember when we first talked about uh, this casting. Um as just as far as acting goes, uh, I I liked how she is portraying Elphaba. Um, yeah, this I'm I'm here for this. I'm I'm excited to see it. <sighs> Y'all are gonna make me sound like a Chris Pratt apologist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really <laughs> sorry. Uh, one of our cats is actually actively downstairs. He's the more scaredy cat of the two, and so this is very exciting. Um, I don't understand what's happening. Worlds are colliding. This Pringles commercial is one of the stereotypical Super Bowl commercials that I expect. You know, a big name celebrity, you know, just whatever. Um, I thought it was funny. I thought, especially with the mustache, um, you know, like the 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 movie, the the autobiography, the biography of the Pringles man. Um, I thought that was hilarious. I don't know. It did its job. Uh, that said, I'm giving seven points to Wicked, three to Pringles. So that means with a score of 35 to 5, Wicked moves on. Our next matchup. Twisters with an S versus Duncan. Um, <laughs> Matt, let's start with you this time. I don't ever keep track of nope. where, where I am in the rotation. I just talk when you point to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, there were a lot of commercials for this Super Bowl that brought out uncomfortable feelings. And this Dun King's commercial might have <laughs> topped them all. It was it I'm gonna use some slang here. It was cringe. Oh wow. And it was Text the children. <laughs> it was very cringe. Like everything about it just made me go, ugh. Did not like anything to do with this commercial. Um Twisters, I, just, I I don't think we need a sequel to this movie. The first one is essentially a classic. Um, It does lose a point because I did not see a flying cow in the trailer. Thank you. I was going to ask. I needed that. I'm hoping that it's in there somewhere. Um, But still, I, I can't in good conscience give... Ben Affleck, like Matt Damon 
he even admits he's like, I in the end of the commercial, he's like, I, I would do anything. And basically, I've just proven that. Um, so I can't, I can't dock him any points, but I'm going to give, I'm going to give nine points to Twisters and one to Matt Damon for putting up with Ben Affleck's bullshit one more time. Matt, I don't know what's wrong with you. I loved that Duncan commercial. Of course that. you did. Hated it. That was, you're right. It was cringe because it was supposed to be cringe. Oh. Um, yeah, and they sold that tracksuit online and sold out immediately. Oh my god! Um, yeah, I, I I loved how everyone was like basically being like, except for Tom Brady. Tom Brady was all on board with it, but everybody was like, "Dude, don't do this. What, what are you doing?" <laughs> um, yeah, it made me laugh throughout. Uh, Twisters, I haven't seen the original. Um, living in the Midwest, I don't know. Maybe kind of scares me a little bit. Um, but uh but you're right there was no flying cow there was no flying any livestock animal so (laughs) wtf twisters Um, i am giving eight points to duncan two to twisters um tabitha i would just like it noted that i got to pet the cat i'm proud of you thank you i'm also proud of i'm also proud of abed i am very proud of him kind of love the Duncan commercial I'm kind of on board with it um mostly because Matt Damon is so like I am Matt Damon Matt Damon is me in that commercial which is like every scenario in my life like twisters we don't need this flying livestock aside this was not a necessary film um so I'm going to give all of my points to Duncan I got distracted by the cat I'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) Abed gets all of my points I'm so glad that you used the word cringe. Like, first of all, just proud of you. I use it right too. You did. Also, that was literally my notes for that. <laughs> just cringe. Big names cannot make this any less cringe. Um, Twisters. This feels like a like remake slash sequel type thing that just didn't need to really happen. Also, you know, can we talk about the fact that it's windy enough to flip over a freaking car, but we can run perfectly even 50 feet away from it. <laughs> That's how gravity works. Okay. <laughs> like They were defying gravity. Alphabet isn't even alphabet anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you should have auditioned. <laughs> um... All in all, I'm just going to go five and five because as cringy as it was, the Dunn King's commercial did make me chuckle a couple times. And honestly, I just don't really care about Twisters. In what I believe is the closest match so far with a score of 24 to 16, Duncan moves on. I'll meet the winner of Shogun versus FanDuel. Um, Matt, let's start with you this time. I started with you last time, right? You did, but you can start with me again. Okay. That's fine. Um, it was just because Tabitha was distracted. Yeah. There's a cat. I don't know what you people want from me. <laughs> um, Shogun, the book has been around for quite a long time. Um, I, I guess in general, I'm just concerned for Shogun 
being made into a show in today's society written however many years ago by a generic white man about feudalist Japan um, and how that's going to translate in today's society. I know that it's an epic. I know that in general, like there is a cult following for the book. Um, The trailer looks like pretty solid. Um, It it just, I'm just in general, I'm I'm trepidatious about it. Um, This FanDuel commercial, I... I, I don't give the three points you get for a field goal like uh, on this on this trailer on Gronk on any of that like I don't know like it was clever that fans could vote and whether he would make the field goal or miss the field goal okay cool um there's there's so much I think better use of social media interaction than whether this schmuck who's no longer playing in the NFL um has you know a, a presence in the commercial um still i despite my trepidation i'm gonna go seven points for shogun and three points for the field goal that gronk missed pretty much the only reason that i included this fan duel commercial in with this Perbal showdown uh was because of the cameo from carl leathers um, who had just recently passed um, yeah, so I had like a little moment and Tabitha just watched me, um, <laughs> because Matt said something about a schmuck who is no longer. And for a half second, I thought he was talking about Carl Weathers. <laughs> okay. So I, I thought heard- you were getting upset because you had some kind of attachment to Rob Gronkowski and we were going to have to have a conversation. <laughs> I entirely forgot that Carl Weathers was in that commercial. If I'd remembered that, I probably would have given it at least one extra point. Um, yeah, I may be a Chris Pratt apologist sometimes, <laughs> but I'm not a Gronk apologist ever. Just for the record. You should put that on your resume. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Shogun, uh, yeah, I, I have no connection to this trailer really at all. Um, really the only reason it was included was because we got about eight trailers during the Super Bowl. So it was just kind of a perfect match. All in all, like I really, for the most part, didn't care about either one of these. I'm giving FanDuel an extra point because it did feature Carl Weathers. So it's getting six points versus four for Shogun. Um, Tabitha, if you are not too distracted. Um, I'm back um, for now. <laughs> for now. If the cat comes back, it's all over. Um, I'm with Matt on Shogun. I'm a little nervous about how Feudalist Japan is going to be portrayed by a white man, which is one of the reasons I've never read this book because Feudalist Japan is one of my favorite history times to read about. But I have a heart, and I know the character that he's writing from is a white Englishman, which is, but I just the portrayal makes me nervous. Um, I couldn't give a shit about the fan duel thing, so I'm gonna go five and five because it doesn't matter to me either way. Lydia, real quick before I mess up, what were your points? The uh, three for the okay. field goal. Okay, <laughs> just a- that's cheating, Lydia. <laughs> don't want to get yelled at again okay <laughs> um 
so Shogun, I don't really know a whole lot about. Uh, the trailer really didn't give a whole lot either, but it was beautiful. Um, FanDuel, I definitely am not the target audience for this because I had no clue what was going on or who any of these people were. Much like Gronk, that commercial missed the target for you? Sure. <laughs> no idea what that Where's means. My but yes, it missed the target. Um, yeah, I can't reach it. But, so, not the target audience, but also didn't really get a whole lot from the other one. So, I'm going to shift it a little bit and I'm going to go the opposite of whoever said it. I don't remember if it was your Tabitha now, but I'm going to give six to Shogun and four to FanDuel. So they score of 22 to 18. Shogun moves on. The next matchup is Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes um, versus Paramount Plus. Um, Tabitha, let's start with you this round. <laughs> what was it again? Kingdom of the Planet of the no, Apes. No, I know, no. Oh. The quote. Oh, no. Oh, I can't remember. Like, shut your face, Drew Barrymore, yeah. or something like that? Yeah, Barrymore, shut her, your face! Yeah, he just calls her Barrymore. <laughs> From Patrick Stewart was maybe my... I want to put that as my ringtone on all of my phones so that I don't ever <laughs> turn the volume on it. Um, uh, the, the, that Paramount Plus trip, was, that was amazing. Um, every inch of that from the reference to hey arnold and to reno 911 which was a huge throwback and then drew barrymore and patrick stewart like kind of like beefing that was <laughs> that was great sorry the cat is distracting me again <laughs> maybe it's better that the cats stay upstairs because i cannot focus what was the other thing that i'm supposed to be talking about? kingdom of the planet of the Apes. oh my god okay i'm back um we talked about this Um, Kingdom of the it's a Planet hostile of the takeover, guys. <laughs> He's taking over this podcast. Go away, Mitch. You keep laughing too loud. It keeps scaring him. <laughs> but he hasn't seen any of the trailers. He can't participate. <laughs> it's in my pockets. <laughs> Plot twist. Um, we've talked about this before with Planet of the Apes. Like when the when they looked less realistic, I didn't have a hard time with this. But now. I have a really hard time watching these movies and also knowing the original, like the origination of these characters. It just kind of makes me feel icky. Um, I'm giving all 10 of my points to Barrymore, shut your face. <laughs> Maybe the greatest line of all time. That goes up there with T. Earl Grey Hot from Patrick Stewart for me. <laughs> Matt. Um, yeah, this, like, this Paramount Plus commercial was to me was like the gem of the Super Bowl commercials. Like you expect a couple of like really odd ones. You expect a couple of like bad ones. And then you expect a couple that are just like glorious. This was fantastic in every sense. Um, even including the, like everybody going, Oh, and Creed's here. And then the guy from <laughs> Reno nine one one with his tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> the Creed logo was just wonderful. Um, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. It looks like it's going to be a solid movie. It looks like it's going to be well done. The CGI, as we've mentioned in some of the other times we've talked about this, is absolutely phenomenal. I just... 
are, are we past the point where these movies matter that we care about them anymore? I don't know. Like, I guess that's a good thing that this is the last one of this second trilogy. Um, I don't know. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart gets all 10 points. Um, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. That trailer was really well done. And if I wasn't so far behind on this franchise, I would maybe be more excited for it. But because I am so far behind, I just kind of don't care that much about it. Uh, the Paramount Plus commercial was fantastic. It, uh, you know, features so many different Paramount Plus properties or, you know, what have you. Um, it is going to lose points for me because of Creed. <laughs> but can't be perfect. Um, I'm giving eight points to Paramount Plus, two for Kingdom. Uh, Lydia. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. This trailer was really like intriguing and really well done. Uh, I liked this one better than the other one we watched. Um, <laughs> however, I have absolutely no frame of reference because I haven't seen any of the other movies. So that loses it points right there. This Paramount Plus commercial is spectacular there's so many references there's so many little jokes i i laughed through like the whole thing and then right at the end you get oh we need something made of pig skin and you see Peppa pig go oh <laughs> <laughs> wonderful a plus you get all 10 of my points <laughs> so with a score of 38 to 2 paramount plus moves on <laughs> Um, our final uh, first round matchup, Kung Fu Panda 4 versus the NFL Sunday Ticket. Um, Kung Fu Panda 4, I don't care. I just don't. Um, I also don't care about football. However, um, that migration and the flying, that was hilarious. And like when uh, football like falls down he's like oh a rookie um so i am giving seven points to the sunday ticket three to kung fu panda only because like at the very end when it's got the three rabbits or whatever uh saying violence 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 i was here for that um matt uh, <coughs> i have seen two of the kung fu panda movies um they're fun and as much as i usually gripe about like big names voicing these characters jack black is poe he is kung fu panda he fits he plays it well i enjoy it um this nfl sunday ticket was again one of those gem commercials it was wonderful the ravens in the tree cawing brilliant um eight points to sunday ticket and two points to kung fu panda lydia I also haven't seen all three of the Kung Fu Panda movies, but I did like the first two. I would not mind going and watching this one. Also, while I was watching this trailer, my seven-month-old, who is starting to find his voice, of all things, decided to copy the I'm gonna kick my butt comment. <laughs> so, that's something, kid. Okay. The NFL thing kind of made me slightly uncomfortable, but I also laughed. So, I'm gonna give it Three points, and I'm going to give seven to Kung Fu Panda. 
Definitely. Yeah, Kung Fu Panda gets onto my points. I like the first movie, but I didn't. I don't think I even realized that there had been additional movies that have come out. Um, this NFL Sunday ticket that I I love a bird of prey. I have always thought it was funny that there are so many NFL teams that are named after birds of prey. Fabulous, all ten of my points. <laughs> so they score of twenty eight to twelve. NFL Sunday ticket moves on. All right, so now we're in the quarterfinal round. Mountain Dew versus Deadpool and Wolverine. At the end of the day, I really liked both of these. However, I don't know the last time I've had a Mountain Dew, and I am very excited about Deadpool. So I am giving Deadpool and Wolverine seven points, three points to Mountain Dew. Tabitha, what did I say to make you chuckle? You didn't say anything. Matt read my mind. Um, all of my points are going to Mountain Dew. <laughs> I'm going to leave it right there. <laughs> nope, nope. No. Somebody has to say it. No. Go ahead, Matt. I give you permission. <laughs> no. We'll talk about this after show. <laughs> I think it would be okay. It's it, nope. Okay. Um show ish appropriate. Nope, it's not. Okay. It's not. Um, <laughs> oh my. Um <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. Seven points for Deadpool and three for Mountain Dew because it's probably been three years since I've had a Mountain Dew. Lydia. I'm giving eight points to Deadpool and two to Mountain Dew. One for the one time the commercial made me chuckle and one for the fact that there was literally a case of Baja Blast in my house last week. Thank you, Kevin. (laughs) So with a score of 22 to 18... Deadpool and Wolverine moves on. Uh, it'll meet X-Men 97 versus Wicked. Um, Tabitha. Started with me last time. No, I started with myself last time. Oh, I forgot you were here. Um, <laughs> Again, it's my house. <laughs> I'm, oh God, I'm so cautiously optimistic about Wicked, but I am at this point way more excited about X-Men 97. So I'm going to go eight for X-Men, two for Wicked. I'm actually going opposite you, Tabitha, um, only because with Wicked, there's less for me to catch up on. Matt. Um, uh, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to give Wicked four points just, again, based on purely on the trailer, discounting the final note that she tries to sing. Um, and six points for X-Men 97. Still excited about it. Still a little weirded out that the voices aren't the same. Lydia. Uh, I am also still optimistic for Wicked. But there's also the fact that Wicked has less for me to catch up on, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> so for that reason, I'm giving Wicked seven points and X-Men three points. <laughs> so with a score of 21 to 19... Wicked moves on. It defies gravity. I already made a defying gravity joke. You did. Yeah. Do you not know any of the other songs? Um, I know for good. Okay. That one makes me cry. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, Sorry. <laughs> now we've got Duncan versus Shogun. Um, Lydia, let's start with you this time. 
I don't really care that way much either way about either one of these, so I'm just going to go five and five. Matt. Um, despite my nervousness of Shogun, what Lydia had said last time is that the trailer is beautifully shot. It looks like filmography-wise, it looks like it's going to be beautiful. I I can't not give Matt Damon any points because I he think he's he's awesome. So two points for not Ben Affleck and eight <laughs> points for Shogun. Definitely. I feel like not Ben Affleck is what uh, Matt Damon's driver's license says. Um, <laughs> I I agree with with what you and Lydia have both said. I will also throw in that the soundtrack sounds like it's going to be mm. kind of amazing for Shogun. So I'm going to give it four points, and I will give my other six to Matt Damon. <laughs> Duncan gets all to my points. I loved that commercial. So with a score of 23 to 17, Duncan moves on. So to keep voting against that stupid commercial. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it will meet Paramount Plus versus NFL. Oh. Yeah. Um, Matt, let's start with you this time. God. Um, as much as I loved both of these commercials, Paramount Plus was just... was just better. It was just a it was just a more well done commercial. The NFL one was a wonderful idea. It was well executed, but just that Paramount Plus was was on another level. It's on another mountain. <laughs> um, so eight points for Paramount Plus and two for uh, Sunday Ticket. I really wanted to go five and five on this one because I really enjoyed both of these commercials. But at the end of the day, I did like that Paramount Plus one just a little bit more. Um, that's why it's got a plus. Um, <laughs> so it gets six points and NFL gets four. Um, Tabitha. I enjoy both of these commercials. Um, however, that iconic line from Patrick Stewart has like changed my life. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to give nine points to Paramount Plus and I will, I will give my... My my pity point to the NFL Sunday ticket. Lydia. There's a reason I didn't watch the Super Bowl other than the fact that I was busy and it's that I don't football, so I don't really care <laughs> about the <laughs> NFL thing. Sorry. Um, the Paramount Plus was phenomenal. I think this is probably my favorite thing that we watched tonight. So... I'm going to give it all my points. With a score of 33 to 7, Paramount Plus moves on to the semifinals. All right. So semifinal matchup number one going on to the finals. We've got Deadpool and Wolverine versus Wicked. Um, Matt, let's start with you. I'm going to go seven for Deadpool and three for Wicked. Lydia. I want to see both of these, but I'm going to give Deads because I imagine that I'm going to have a lot less difficult of a time getting Kevin to go see Deadpool with me (laughs) than I am going to get him to go see Wicked. So, yeah. So, six to four? Yep. Tabitha. I am way more likely to go see Wicked, I think, in the theater than I am Deadpool. So, I will go with eight for Wicked and two for Deadpool. I'll go with you. Okay. Let's go. 
Maybe they. And we can cringe together. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, I want to see both of these. Um. But I, at this point, I am more invested in Deadpool, so I'm giving it eight points and Wicked two points. So with a score of twenty-three to seventeen, Deadpool and Wolverine moves on to the finals, and it'll meet the winner of Duncan versus Paramount Plus. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm still, I think I am, well, no, I think Tabitha also liked the Duncan commercial, but, um, yeah, I really enjoyed both of these, but the Paramount one was by far the better of the two. I'm giving it seven points and three points to Duncan. Lydia. This is no competition. Paramount plus gets all 10 of my points. Matt, do I even have to ask you? Nope, this has been the easiest decision of the night. (laughs) Tabitha. I just can't give Matt Damon nothing. So I'm going to (laughs) give nine points to Paramount Plus and one point to Duncan. How do you like them apples? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) All right. So with a score of 36 to four, Paramount Plus moves on to the finals. So... The final matchup of the Superb Owl Showdown is Deadpool and Wolverine versus Paramount Plus. Okay, so since Matt and Tabitha are having an intense conversation with their <laughs> eyes um, that I don't want to interrupt, Lydia, let's start with you this round. Oh, this is difficult because I liked both of these extremely. <sighs> I'm still going to have to give Paramount Plus more because that was just an amazing commercial and it made me smile. So I'm going to give Paramount Plus six and I'm going to give Deadpool four. As much as I loved the Paramount Plus commercial, at the end of the day, am I still going to be talking about the Paramount Plus commercial in a month or two months from now? Probably not. In a month to two months from now, am I going to be very excited, like way more excited about Deadpool and Wolverine than I am now? Yes, absolutely. And this trailer started that ball rolling. So I am giving Deadpool and Wolverine seven points. Paramount Plus gets three. Tapitha. I am still going to be quoting this in 20 years. So I'm giving all of my points to Paramount Plus and none of my points to Deadpool. (laughs) Because I'm going to be screaming at Matt from across the house when I'm 75. Barrymore, shut your face! <laughs> <laughs> Matt, it's down to you. Uh, I'm going to have to change my name to Barrymore, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you can have uh, a nickname, it's fine. Right. Um, while I agree with Mitch that Deadpool will be what we talk about in three months and not this Paramount Plus commercial... This is trailer number one for Deadpool and Wolverine. We're going to be getting at least one more trailer for this film. Um, This Paramount Plus commercial, again, is the absolute epitome of what used to be the gold standard in Super Bowl commercials. Um, So I'm going seven points for Paramount Plus and three for Deadpool and Wolverine. All right. So the runner-up of the 2024 Superb Owl Showdown with 14 points, Deadpool and Wolverine. The winner 
of the 2024 Superb Owl Showdown with 26 points, Paramount Plus. Good job, Paramount Plus. Woo-hoo. We're proud of you. If any of us had a 3D printer, maybe we would have printed you up a uh, trophy or something and <laughs> send it to you. But we don't, so we won't. Um, you all have been in my house for a minute. However, there is one more thing that I do want to discuss. Um, Matt, you brought up something about um, something interesting that Taco Bell did. Um, they did. They had like a full blown E three type press conference. T three, sure. Tacos, um, tortas, and. Well, they called it Taco Bell's 2024 Live Moss event. What? I was trying to think of a third T. Oh. <laughs> Tortillas? Yeah, I come up with that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, they had musical acts, announcements, um, giant video board, like the CEO was there. Um, and all of it was just to talk about their menu for 2024 the things that they're going to be releasing um it it was just fun but absurd at the same time um they teased some things that were probably not actually going to get like a baja blast pie um i i'd f with that (laughs) a pie a pie ew yep um, I mean, at the end of the day, it really just was them releasing their new menu, admitting that they're going to have chicken nuggets. Apparently. And that's how they get me to go to Taco Bell. <laughs> I mean, I want to say that that's a bad idea, but they also have some of like, the best french fries and fast food, so <laughs> I can't really complain. Do do we know how many people were at this event? Um, I don't remember if it actually says. I mean, the videos are like a full blown, like people in the audience, like an E three like press compressor, like it's it's in a auditorium. There's giant video screens. I, like it looked like a full crowd. I I don't know. I don't remember if it actually says where this was or how many like how many people were there, but it was I don't know. It it was it was them basically I mean they had a good time with it, but it was it was a it was a like a mockumentary almost, if you will. Um so I don't know. I mean we have since then, like, you know, the the new menu has been released. They have said all of the things that are coming. Um, one of the things that they kind of sort of teased, but is actually going to happen, is we're going to be getting Baja Blast Gelato. That I would try. That sounds much better than the pie. I don't know. While it sounds better than the pie, I still don't know that I would try that because I don't really like the flavor of Baja Blast. It, it sounds like it should be a little more like a sherbet than a yes, gelato. like an icy. Yeah, like, yeah. I would drink like a like a Mister Misty made of Baja Blast. Okay. What? 
No, because if I say it... No, you have to say it. <laughs> you have made everybody else say everything else. You have to say it. So you don't want to get Baja blasted. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <sighs> You're going to be real upset when we tell you what Matt read out of my mind. <laughs> um, one other note, and I know Tabitha will be excited about this because I actually just saw this in the list. They're adding a new sauce packet to their lineup. Avocado verde salsa. Ooh. <laughs> so, mild, hot, fire, Diablo, and avocado verde salsa. I'm here for that. I hope they leave that on a thing like the rest of the sauces. And now just like, we'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to split it with me. Ooh, we can all just hit up like one of the Taco Bells in town and we'll just steal all the sauces and then Wabash. I don't want to go all the way over there. (laughs) Let's go to the White Oaks one or whatever. Oh, and the one by you. There's one on South 6th Street, right? Oh, yeah, there is one. I'll go to that one. South 6th. Like how we're planning (laughs) (laughs) We probably should stop this in case Taco Bell is happening to be listening. Yeah. Um, they don't need to hear any of these plans. So, um, Or they could just sponsor us. Or they could. Ooh, yeah. Or they could just give us some salsa. I'd be okay with that, too. How about they sponsor us and give us salsa? Ooh. I feel like it's going to be an either or. Darn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll take the salsa. <laughs> they should just give us all the new menu items to try. And then we can review them. Yeah. There we go. Special food episode. Yeah. So while we plan this out, um, bye. Lip moss. <laughs> We're <gonna get> copyright infringed. <laughs> <laughs>